This is Making It Happen by Sims, a podcast that brings people, business and technology together. Okay, morning everyone and welcome back to another episode of Making It Happen by Sims. Um, today we have a very special episode, um, we're going to be discussing a very, very interesting company and innovation um, that I believe is going to revolutionise delivery systems. Um, and by we, I mean myself and Sean, Sean Wilson, who is on the call with me today. Sean, how are you? Hi. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. Thanks for jumping on. Um, so... I've obviously mentioned the revolution there and the, the revolution such is, is called Magway. Um, so before we go into that and, and discuss all, Sean, um, can you just give a quick introduction to yourself um, and an insight into your background? Yeah, of course. Um, so I'm Sean Wilson. Um, I've kind of got a, a background in logistics. So been in the logistics industry about 10 years. Um, before I joined Magway, um, I worked for Amazon for a number of years in their kind of transportation teams. And then prior to that, um, I was working in warehouse automation with uh, P&G, Procter & Gamble. Um, so basically joined Magway um, because I saw Magway as a solution that could solve all the issues that I'd seen over the last 10 years in industry. Um, you know, and I you know, jumped at the opportunity um, to join the company, really, because as we'll go through this uh, session today, you know, I'll share more about the technology and hopefully can convert um, yourself and a few more listeners to, uh, you know, why Magway is going to be such a revolutionary technology yeah. for the logistics industry. Sure. No, thanks for that, Sean. That's great. So let, let's get into them. We'll talk Magway. And obviously, I do just want to stress, whilst listening to a discussion, um, it's quite exciting itself. I think having some visuals of Magway and what they do and how they do it, I think that's really what caught my eye when I, I bumped into you guys at a recent show, spoke to Josh, one of your engineers. So I will bring up some visuals of what you guys do alongside this this recording, um, so we can give people uh, that insight. So let's just let's just go from the start. You know, who are Magway and, and what do you guys do? Yeah, so Magway was born from a um, an idea. Our co-founders Rupert and Phil they met at a, a conference. Um, Rupert has an extensive background in uh, linear motors. Um, and Phil was working on a reverse logistics uh, project for one of the big consultancy firms. And uh, over coffee, they were talking and Phil was saying, you know, I ordered three items online from the same retailer. Um, they should have all arrived at the same time. One arrived late, one arrived damaged, and the third one didn't arrive at all. And they basically said there must be a better way of getting parcels delivered um, from these online retailers. Um, so they basically said, why don't we use linear motor technology to do that delivery piece. Um, so that's kind of how Magway came about. And um, so the technology is a linear motor. And again, the visuals here will help immensely, but it's a linear motor um, which generates a magnetic wave. And that, that sits in the track of the system. And then on top of this track is a carriage which has a magnet array on it. And the magnet array in the carriage basically surfs along this magnetic wave along this track, um, which is then designed to carry parcels and cargo. Um, it's quite a small system, so it's designed to fit inside a one meter diameter pipe. The carriages are about a meter long as well. Um, and it's designed to carry totes, which are used in the manufacturing 
industry. Um, to give you an idea of kind of the size of a tote, um, if you go to Tesco and you're in the kind of the green green grocery section and you see those cases of like carrots and uh, bananas, that's the size of a tote, the footprint of a tote. So that's the type of thing that we're looking to carry with a Magway system. Um, so that's kind of very briefly how it works. The, this, the carriage itself, they don't contain any batteries. They don't contain any fuel cells. There's no electrical pickups. So the only thing on the carriage itself are the wheels, the magnet array, and the load that it's carrying. Um, and all the the traction and the uh, the force is generated by the track. And as I say, it just generates that. It serves that magnetic wave. Okay, thank you for that. And And in terms of... The goods that you guys are, are hoping to sort of deliver are they just you know anything from groceries to just normal parcels, medical, that kind of stuff? I believe. Yeah, so we we started looking at a tote um, size, and it's quite a good size in industry because, as I said, there's so many different uh, industries that use something around that size. That's six hundred millimeters by four hundred millimeter footprint. And it's quite a nice size to carry. When you start getting sort of longer, wider, higher, it then becomes unmanageable for one person to carry. So you, you've, as you said there, there's a number of industries. Um, so I've already mentioned supermarkets and you know, fresh vegetables. There's also products that would go on the shelves. You know, you can have cases of, say, uh, washing powder um, and so on. So that section. We also have, you mentioned sort of the medical industry as well. So uh, there's no reason we couldn't replenish uh, hospitals with uh, medical grade equipment, possibly blood supplies as well, um, possibly even organs um, uh, as well. And that, that's one of the other things that's quite good with this technology because it uses that uh, in linear induction motor. We're able to use that system to power the carriages if we needed to have some sort of onboard refrigeration unit as well. So we could also have chilled items being delivered um to you know between say warehouses and the end user um and that being said as well you can also look to kind of the hospitality industry you're laundering sheets um and things like that or replenishing um restaurants with food uh, and drinks so there's a whole host of uh, applications for magway um in those industries and the other area as well that we're looking at is kind of the bulk material um industry where we'd be moving um say spoil from a construction site um either around the construction site or off the site um and reducing the need to have those large um kind of dumper trucks moving around i see i see and in terms of where you guys are at the moment um what phase are you in? Because from what I understand is you're sort of starting from a warehouse to warehouse situation. And the goal, I imagine, is to phase up into sort of more intercity logistical systems down the line. Yes, at the moment, we've got a, a test track in Wembley, um, which is called the 75X. And um, I can share images with you to share with uh, the people listening. Um, so it's fully operational uh, in Wembley. The plan is to start with we've got two customers and we're building dedicated systems for them on private land so it's a lot simpler to just sort of design and build those systems but as you said the bigger picture for magway is to connect warehouses on the outskirts of urban areas to collection nodes 
within urban areas as kind of phase one. So that if you order something online, it can be picked, packed and shipped from the warehouse, delivered into the pickup point in the urban area. And then the customer can either collect from that pickup point or it could go onto an e-bike or other courier solution to then be delivered to the uh, you know the customer to its final destination. Um, and then you can start kind of building out that network from there, starting to connect more warehouses to warehouses, manufacturers to warehouses. Um, and the good thing about the system as well is, we design, as I said, we designed it to fit inside a one meter diameter utility pipe, which is the same type of pipe that is used in the oil, gas and water industry. So there's no reason that a magway system couldn't be laid country to country under the sea. Um, there's already a number of uh, oil pipelines and gas pipelines that cross under the North Sea at the moment, you know, from Norway to Scotland, from the UK down to France. Um, you know, there's no reason why Magway couldn't have a similar network um, transiting the sea as well. So that's kind of the bigger picture, you know, having this connected network and uh, moving goods around the country and between countries as well. Yeah. And, and how were you, obviously, how are you guys working the busier sort of areas, the busier cities? Because obviously going underground isn't always easy. Is there opportunity to sort of move up buildings around buildings in slightly different ways to be quite, I suppose you guys can be quite customizable to whatever the situation is going to be? Yeah. So we can, we don't necessarily have to be underground. We can be above ground, um, on top of the ground. Um, so we're very flexible and as you say, we can work around the building constraints that we've got. The To actually build underground, um, because of the diameter pipe we're using, there's several technologies that are, you know, exist today and used very regularly by kind of the water, gas, oil industries to lay those pipes. Um, one technology, for example, is pipe jacking. You basically dig two columns a kilometre apart um, and then you dig out the ground and push the pipe in behind. Um, and it's quite unintrusive um, to the urban area. So, you know, we, digging underground in cities, it's not going to be the same level of project as you see with Crossrail and these large um, engineering projects, you know, because we're using a much smaller cross-sectional um, area of pipe, then it becomes a lot cheaper and a lot simpler to do the, uh, the tunneling underground. Um, but that being said, you know, we can easily go above ground and we could support the pipes, suspend the pipes. Um, so, yeah, there's a number of different options um, that we can use yeah. um, in urban areas. Great. And I imagine, um, you know, I think, well, for, for, for any company right now, um, it should be or it, it definitely is. Sustainability is the top of the agenda right now. Um, and it's something that we at Sims have been pushing hard at. Um, you know, we're embedding it into our core in the present and the future. Um, and I know you guys talk about completely sort of decarbonizing logistics. Um, how big a role does sustainability um, take in, in what you guys do in, in the vision of, of Magway? Yeah, so everyone at Magway is very, very passionate about sustainability and, uh, you know, reducing uh, carbon footprints um, in the way in which we do things. And I think one of the great things about Magway technology is that it can be powered by renewable energy but the way in which it's designed as well is that it is a very efficient system so the carriage as I mentioned doesn't have any batteries or fuel cells to transport so it's 
much lighter weight um, versus you know compared to the cargo that it's carrying. You know, you're not having these HGVs, heavy goods vehicles that are driving around with big heavy fuel cells or fuel uh, battery packs on them. You know, they don't have liters of diesel or petrol um, in them as well, and the energy used to move the carriages is basically replenishing the energy that is lost through air resistance. Um, so we put just enough energy, the, the motors generate just enough energy to move the carriage forward. So there's no waste um, there. So it becomes a very efficient system when you compare to alternatives, um, such as the heavy goods vehicles. So, we, you know, that, that's one of the reasons why, you know, we think in the future you'll be able to order something from online retailers. Not only will you get it faster than traditional methods that are even used today, um, but the carbon footprint associated to that will be a, a lot lower um, as well. Yeah. And in terms of, um, are there any other sort of autonomous vehicle systems out there that, that you guys know of and, and what are the differences between yourself and them? Yeah, so... A lot of people at the moment um, over the last couple of years have been talking about drones um, and drone deliveries um, and also kind of autonomous um, like takeaway food delivery um, vehicles as well. And they cover very much the final mile delivery. Um, so that's we see those as a kind of a technology that is up and coming but kind of would work with Magway system. In terms of direct competitors, you know, we've got the um, electric delivery vehicles that are, you know, starting to be developed, the likes of uh, Rivian Arrival. But also there are technologies such as um, Cargo Souterrain, which is a, a Swiss company, um, and similar technologies that are looking at transporting cargo on an autonomous system. But every every other competitor is mainly looking around moving pallets and moving pallets of goods around. And I have a, a particular dislike for pallets. <laughs> they, uh, they they were basically designed um, to make the loading and unloading of ships more efficient. And then we've built a whole transport network around this pallet footprint. Um, but in terms of, you know, when you get down to it and really look into it, a pallet footprint size isn't really that useful. Um, you know, when you order something online, you never think, oh, it's going to be delivered. So it's going to be delivered by a pallet. Um, so it's, it's always, you know, you're always looking for the smaller goods. So pallets usually have to get broken down by the retailers. Um, and there's a lot of basic building of pallets and breaking down of pallets. So, which is why we've chosen to go for a tote size footprint because there would then be no need to build up these pallets and um, break them down again. Um, and that being said, you know, yeah. So they're, they're, that, that's basically the main competitors. Um, and, you know, they're looking at a, a similar situation, but using pallets and it has a bigger cross-sectional area. Therefore, the cost to tunnel will be more expensive um, for yeah. those technologies. And I, I just want to go back slightly. So, um so are you guys, in terms of generating interest, is, are you generating interest solely in the UK at the moment? Or are you guys seeing interest on an international level? Yeah, we're seeing... Um, so it's a combination of both. So uh, we've got uh, a project um, in the Middle East that we're working on at the moment, um, which is... Uh, it fits into our kind of smart cities category, um, which is 
kind of connecting warehouses on the outskirts of urban areas to smaller collection points in the middle of urban areas, um, which is one of our target markets, um, if you like. Um, and the other opportunity is within the UK for bulk material. So, yeah, so the, and like I say, there is lots of um, interest coming from different parties. Um, but where we're in a kind of a scale-up phase at the moment, um, I think our next big step is to kind of get this work in and operational in a real-world environment. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, obviously supply chain disruptions have been pretty thought in the past few years. Obviously, we're a distributor of memory and storage, and we work a lot with the semiconductors out of the Far East, and, and we've really experienced the sort of ups and downs as a supply chain in the last few years. I think most leaders will probably agree that in that technical advancements like this will give them a, a sort of competitive edge moving forward. Um, I did read a report where Gartner said they're going twenty percent will invest in robotics within a supply chain and twenty five percent of the decisions are going to be made across the intelligent edge ecosystem. So how do you see the, the current state of the supply chain and, and the future of it and, and Magway's overall involvement in that? Yeah, so I guess there's um I think the, the current supply chain, I think there's two kind of parts to it. You mentioned about um, kind of, well, there's basically been global shortage of, um, you know, silicon chips, um, you know, around the world for various different supply chain reasons. Um, you know, and that is having an impact on how we uh, are able to do our engineering work. Um, but that, I, you know, I imagine will be a very short term blip in uh, supply chain once the, um you know, the supply chain itself actually kind of recalibrates and adjusts. Um, but in terms of kind of supply chain overall, I mean, today we see products ordered by um, manufacturers, which then go to a third party to do some more kind of additional engineering, which then go to a, a retailer's warehouse, um, which then may go to a, a warehouse, a distribution hub for a parcel delivery carrier which then may go to another distribution depot where it then gets loaded onto a delivery van to then be delivered to the customer. Um, and I see a world where Magway can simplify that whole supply chain where you could potentially order something directly from a manufacturer. It then gets loaded into a, a Magway system and it goes straight to a pickup point. So rather than customers waiting days or weeks when they place their orders to get an item, it basically gets shipped straight from the manufacturer straight to the customer's house. Um, almost like connecting manufacturing sites to customers in a Deliveroo-style fashion, um, as opposed to sending items all around countries to uh, load them onto the back of delivery vehicles. So I see that, so I see that uh, you know, Magway simplifying the supply chain in that way and just basically bringing customers a lot closer to the manufacturers and, uh, you know, taking a lot of the uh, slack out of, you know, the current supply chains. Yeah. And I, I just want to take you back into what you said there about the engineering that you guys are doing in Wembley. Um, and obviously we have an understanding now of how the system works, but do you guys have something like a, a networks operations center or something that, that you sort of, that you run these systems and how, how does it work in, in the back end like that? Yeah, so we have, um, well, basically we have in servers um, that will be handling all the communications and the several layers of um, uh, communication channels. 
but a lot of it will be running through servers, um, which will be making the decisions on, um, you know, which goods are going to which destinations, um, but also the commands sent to each of the motors on when to fire and turn on, um, and also to the switching um, sections of the network to make sure that the carriages are going down the right sections of track. So there'll be a huge server operation, you know, handling all that data. Um, and I guess at the very beginning, you've got the data coming in from the customers. Then we need to know what is in those carriages, where that carriage is going, the route it's going to be taken, so all that server and calculation being done um, at those points. We'll also have to give customers regular updates on where their goods are. Um, so there'll be checkpoints at each of the um, switching points to make sure that the carriage has gone down the right track. You know, Has it gone down A or has it gone down B? Which one was it meant to go down? And capturing data at that point. And... We're still uh, kind of in the early design phases for those points, but there may be a need to have kind of local storage on those points to group the, um, you know, the scans together before sending them through to, you know, our main servers. Um, and and you know, there may be some solid state um, storage devices at those points uh, to capture that data. Um, yeah, sure. Because... And, and again, we all need, it's we need to model it and work out, you know, exactly how best to do this, um, so that we don't overload the network with, uh, you know, data and making sure that there's no lag or latency between communications. Great. And in terms of the team makeup, I'm assuming it's largely engineer based. But but how many um, employees do you have at Magway now? Uh, so we're just short of thirty um, employees at the moment. Um, majority are. Kind of engineers working on the um, the solution, um, and that's supported with uh, kind of um, project managers and and then commercial side um, as well doing marketing activities uh, such as podcasts and uh, trade shows um, to kind of build up our um, profile because uh, it is it is a new technology. It's quite difficult to describe verbally without um, kind of images to show exactly what the uh, Magway system is. Um, and because it is new and there's no one really doing anything like it, we have to do a really big push marketing-wise to kind of get ourselves out there and get people to know what Magway is and what we do. Yeah. And um, sort of just to sort of end here, what what can we expect from Magway in the sort of, in the sort of short term to medium term in the next two to five years um, in terms of that scaling up and, and where you guys think you'll be? Yeah, so within the next sort of three to five years, we should have a full um, working, I was about to say prototype, but it wouldn't be a prototype. It's going to be a real operational system um, that will be solving a, a problem that a customer of ours has. Um, you know, when we get to that stage, you know, we'll be singing, shouting and uh, dancing about it. So, you know, we'll be doing a lot of marketing activity when that does go live. So uh, hopefully in the next three to five years, you know, Magway will move from being very niche with uh, kind of very low brand awareness and presence to, uh, you know, a much bigger, you know, being a much bigger name um, on people's lips. And uh, we'll start moving into... Um, kind of a more of an infrastructure phase by that point where we're starting to work more closely with uh, governments to build these, um, you know, the bigger systems that we've talked about, you know, moving goods from, as I said, warehouses to urban areas. 
Great, great. And is there anywhere, obviously, just it, I imagine it's the website where we could point people to where they can find out more about you guys? Yeah, so um, we're on LinkedIn. Um, we've also got a website, uh, magway.com. Um, so if you go to the website, uh, it'll have uh, information um, about the technology, about the team, um, about vacancies as well. Um, so yeah, that's where you can find out a lot more information. And um, we've also got videos on YouTube as well for um, those people listening, if they want to see the system in operation and get a little bit more uh, information on exactly what it is I've uh, been describing, then uh, that's the best place to go to. Great. Thanks. All right. Well, we, we will certainly point people in that right direction. And thank you for coming on today and, and explaining a bit more about Magway. And, and we hopefully we can follow your journey in the next few years and, and maybe get you on a bit further down the line and see where things are. Um, and yeah, really, really appreciate it. Thanks for talking to us. No, thank you for having me. And it's, uh, it's been great talking to you. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers, Sean. All right, thanks.